0: Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast. My name is Sylvia Grace. I want to thank you uh, for stopping by and hearing what I have to say. So as you can see, the title of this uh, podcast is called, "You Are Carrying Something that um, Someone Needs." You know, we are all unique. We all have a purpose. We all have a prophetic destiny. We all have people that are called specifically for us. So I just wanted to come before you today and just encourage you. Um, you know, we have to, a lot of us, or I shouldn't say a lot of us, some of us um, haven't shared our testimony um, because, you know, fear of what people think um, or backlash. But someone needs to hear your story. Someone needs to hear your testimony. You know, because there's people that are called specifically for you. And what you went through is just not for you to just say, Oh, okay, I went through that. No, it's for you to share your story, to encourage people, to um, help share your experience, the lesson you learned from it, so maybe others... You could stop others from making the mistake or going down the path that you have made because you received a lesson from it. You got the wisdom from that experience. So I just wanted to um, read a couple of scriptures um, from the Bible with regards to us being unique. You know, God, when he formed us in our mother's womb, he had a purpose specifically for us you know psalms says psalms uh 39 verse 13 and 14 says you alone created my inner being you knitted me together inside my mother i will give thanks to you because i have so amazingly and miraculously made your uh, works are miracles and my soul is fully aware of this again we're all unique um and we're royalty. First Peter uh, two nine says, "However, you are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, people who belong to God. You were chosen to tell about the excellent qualities of God, who called you out of the darkness into the mar. Oh, my, I just want to throw my phone right here." <laughs> we are chosen we are chosen priesthood we are royalty because our father is royalty when we become saved we are automatically um, in the kingdom once you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior you have access you have an inheritance you have access to his promises you have access to the gifts to the holy spirit i mean there's so many things that that's um you have access to when <clears throat> you accept Jesus um, into your life. And this scripture is just has so much information, so much um, nuggets here in terms of saying that we are chosen. You know, he chose us. He chose us and that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, people who belong to God. We're God's people. You know, and he chose us and he saved us. To be able to uh, share the qualities of God. See, prior to us getting saved, you know, being saved, you know, we're in this world. This world is dark. And we're called to be the light in the dark place. You know, we carry light. We are the salt and the light. And we can't keep it to ourselves. When you have something good, I don't know about you, but whenever, especially when I have a good... (laughs) for my sisters when there's a good sale I like to share you know what I mean when there's something good or a good recipe or a good um, restaurant I want to share because I want others to experience what I experienced whether it was you know excellent customer service or whatever the case may be I'm not going to keep it to myself that's selfish you know I want others to have the same experience if not better than what I experienced so when we become safe, and again, you know, not, not that this, this walk is um, easy, there will be challenges, you know what I mean? But it's so much good that outweighs the challenges. So when you experience the, the, the goodness of God, when you experience the miracles, the supernatural, or whatever the case may be, you don't want to keep it to yourself. Why would you keep it to yourself? You know, we want to share with others. That's why we're called to the light. We're called to be light. For those that um, are still in darkness, that are still, um, you know, in the world, you know, uh, to say that there's a better way. You know, a lot of times the people in the world, because they're looking for trying to fill a void that can only be repli- can only be filled with our Lord Jesus Christ so I just you know I just want to read two other scriptures Um, so I had to park right there for a minute because that scripture right there was just I just really felt that in my spirit you know because there's so much joy when we serve the Lord with our whole heart you know we were brought with a price you know and um, we've had some you know In life, you will have some challenges, but you don't have to go through it alone, because we have Jesus, for those of of us who have accepted Him as our Lord and Savior. And what you carry, because we're all unique, we all have different stories, we all have different experiences, and there are specific people that are called to you that are waiting on you, that are waiting for your testimony, that are waiting for your book, they are waiting for your product, that is waiting for your for you to go live, whether it's on social media, whatever platform, whether it's social media, Periscope, YouTube, but you have excuses, you have hangups, you have insecurities that are you're allowing to overshadow what God has called you to do, you know. Of course, to want going to wait on His timing, you know. And it's so funny because I was uh, the one that was cheering people on behind the screen <laughs> when I would watch Periscope or watch somebody's live. Like, you would know, be cheering them on, you know. Little did I know that I would be on the other side one day. You know what I mean? Um, and Lord had, been dealt, had dealt with me regarding that because I was comfortable. You know, it's so easy to, to um, be behind the screen. You know, when you decide to do, go live or put yourself out there, you're making yourself vulnerable. You know, and it's things that come with that. You know, but at the end of the day, my eyes are fixed on Jesus. And I'm doing what He's called me to do. So what is the thing that He's called you to do but you you've, uh, haven't you've, gone forth for whatever reason. So I just want to, just as food for thought, you I know, just wanted to read the two other scriptures. Psalms 119, 73, 74 reads, You made me, you created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. May all who fear you find in me a cause for joy. For I have put my hope in your word. In the last scripture, um, you know, we're not, and that's the thing too, and I think that was a misconception, and I don't know where I got that from, maybe because, well, obviously I didn't know my word, but prior to coming uh, to Christ. You know, I thought I had to be perfect, you know, I was the last person. (laughs) If you knew my story, I'd be the last person you would expect, you know what I mean? I thought I had to get everything right, and I just felt like there was no joy in that, you know? I was happy what I was, well, no, I really wasn't, but I thought I was happy in living in the ways of the world, you know, until I knew that there was, or saw that there was a better way, you know? But one of the misconceptions that was under that once I become saved, that I wouldn't have and again I didn't know my words, so I don't even know where I got that from. That everything would be fine, you know, if this felt like things were happening in my life because I wasn't saved and I didn't know Jesus. You know, where it was told opposite. When I became saved it seemed like things got worse initially. <laughs> You know but he never promised us it was going to be easy you know it says in this life you will have trials and tribulations but know that the things that we go through is not to harm us there's a bigger plan it's part of the process we have to be processed you know we'll never get to the point where we arrive it's a constant pruning, it's a constant working on ourselves, it's a constant staying in His Word, being open to what He, and to receive what He has for you. You know, we're constantly being molded, you know, Isaiah 68, excuse me, 64 verse 8 reads, Yet you, Lord, are our Father, we are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. And he has his hand upon our lives, and he's constantly mold, uh, molding us, he's pruning us. And you know, I'll be the first to say that you know the pruning process—it's not fun. It's not fun. Let me just be transparent: it's not fun. You know what I mean? Because I, um, you know, asked the Holy Spirit to reveal things that I need to work on, um, and He did just that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay. You know, but we know that he chastises the ones he loves. If you don't uh, love someone, you're not going to correct them. You don't really, not that you don't care about them, but you're not invested in them. You know, so he reveals things so that we can work on it. And we have him to help us to work on whatever it is, the areas that, you know, you may fall short in. You know, so you don't have to do it on your own, you know and we can do it not in our own strength but in his strength it's yours for the asking you know and I think of um, in uh, John 15 where he says you know he is the branch and we are the vine we stay stay close to him you know and there's different seasons where the pruning there will be times that you know we will be pruned and in there's seasons we'll where rest, you know. But in order to um, leave all that He's called you to be, and walking in your your destiny, your prophetic destiny, and your purpose and plans that He has for you, you know, it requires pruning because everything that you experience, everything that you're going through, going uh, going through, is for the next process, is for the next level. It's for you to be able to. Um, encourage others maybe to mentor maybe you're called to mentor others maybe you're called to coach others but how can you coach a mentor or you know whatever whoever you're called to if you haven't been through anything you know everything is for a purpose and just know that He is our Father. He created us. He's not going to harm us. It may not feel good, but just know that there's a bigger purpose. You know, so just to get back to what I was saying um, with regards to there are specific people that are called and are waiting on you to share your testimony for you to go live. You know, I think of um, Sophia Ruffin. I don't know if you even know you, but if you all know who she is, she's a powerful woman of God um, who had radically changed her life when she became saved. Um, her spiritual father is Apostle John Eckhart. Um, but she, I don't follow her um, anymore, but, um, you know, there's different seasons. But if somebody shares her broadcast, you know, I will watch. But just in the short time that I follow her, she was on a fast track, acceleration. And she was saying when she first um, started doing lives, people would really um, make fun of her because she had a gap, and she was loud and a little urban. (laughs) And she said, you know, you learn to ignore it, but, you know, when you put yourself out there, you're making yourself vulnerable, you know, people have uh things to say whatever maybe there's attack on your look or whatever it is or something that you're saying but she kept forward she kept persevering and it was just like a god just blew a wind on her ministry and her follow followers increased and she wrote several books and her speaking engagements um like doubled so with that being said eventually she was able to get braces and then, then uh, she didn't have a gap anymore. You know, she really uh, has come a long way. Like just like I said, in the short time that I followed her. But you know, in the meantime, if it's something that you can um, work on, then do, by all means do it. You know, if it's something that you're self-conscious about, we all have insecurities, but don't let that stop you from going forth if it's something that you can work on like she did you know even though she knew that she needed braces in the meantime until she was able to afford it she still kept doing her broadcast she was consistent you know the the, the operative word here is to be consistent and persevere there will be challenges there will you know we know that um The enemy doesn't like when we're doing the things of God And he will try to come And distract you And try to throw you off course. But you can't allow that You have to stay in his presence You have to stay in uh, his presence You Stay in God's presence You have to be diligent You have to praise and worship And know that you know That this too shall pass And that everything will work together For your good But the key thing is to to stay persistent, no matter what challenges come your way. Because you carry something that people need to hear, need to read. You know, some of you are supposed to be doing social media lives or YouTube or going on a Periscope. But you're allowing your insecurities to stop you. I mean, I think of uh, Moses in um, the Bible where, you know, in Exodus uh, chapter 4, verse 10. Just want to read that. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past, nor have and nor since you have spoken to your servant I am slow speech and tongue he had a speech impediment verse 11 the Lord said to him who gave human beings their mouth who makes them deaf or mute who gives them sight or makes them blind if not I the Lord now go I will help you speak I will teach teach you what to say but Moses, and Moses was determined. Moses was not that, I don't know if he had excuses, but he really believed that he um, wasn't good enough. You know, he's allowing his, his speech impediment to stop him for the plans that God had for him. In verse 12, he says, you know, pardon your servant, Lord, but please send me, please send someone else. He was like, listen, I hear what you're saying, but I don't feel qualified. And then, the Lord, you know, you can read that for yourself. Like I said, it's um, it's uh, Exodus 4, uh, starting at verse 10. But the Lord did send him Aaron. So the Lord, like whatever it is that you 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 know you feel that you fall short, and you know, ask Lord, ask God, He will send you what you need, whether it's a mentor. You know, if you're called to be an author, if you're called to write a book, um, you know, find someone that is already doing what you desire to do reach out to them maybe they can mentor you and they can kind of coach you in a way but there's somebody out there that's doing what you desire to do again whether it's to sing whether it's to write whatever it is ask the Lord to send you um, a Mary or a a Joseph of Adam I can't think of it. I can't think of the name. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the name right now. But he will send you help. He will send you help. You know, you have to do is ask. But don't allow that to stop you. You know, um, another example was David. When Samuel was looking to, when he went to um, Jesse's house, And he looked at the sons, and he got caught up in the appearance, got caught up in the look. And then the Lord had to tell him, you know, the Lord does not look at the things that man looks at. He looks at the heart. He doesn't look at the outer appearance. And then, you know, this is what I envision him saying. When David came, he was like, okay, this, this scrawny boy compared to his brothers, his older brothers that were bigger in stature... You know, but again, God saw something that man didn't see. So God sees something in you. He created you. He knows he called you for a time such as this. You are unique. And he has specific people that are called to you. So my brothers and sisters, I just encourage you today to go forth and what he's called you to do. You know, and if it's help that you need, it's ask ask, he already knows, he already has somebody lined up, he's just waiting for you to ask so I just pray that this has blessed you you know, I'm excited for your future, I'm excited for what the Lord is doing in your life this is our our last quarter you know, finish strong you know, what you're doing now is going to prepare you for your next prepare you for uh, 2020 2020 vision so don't don't uh, delay any longer. If the Lord has been dealing with you regarding the next steps, it has given you instruction, but you're getting caught up in what you can't do or have excuses. I mean, look at Moses. <laughs> you know, the Lord already said, "Like, listen, basically, do you know who I who I am? I'm your Creator." And Moses was like. Can you please send somebody else? I hear what you're saying, but send somebody else. He didn't lack confidence. He lacked confidence. That's what it boils down to. So if it's confidence that you're lacking, or whatever it is that you're lacking, try to find scriptures to back it up to encourage. You know, make prayer points. You know, it comes to repetition. Meditate on the scriptures. Encourage yourself. You know, get around people that are um, that will encourage you increase your faith, you know, so, again, I don't, I'm supposed to end, wrap up, but um, I just wanted to really share that with you, um, I felt that strong in my spirit, and I just wanted to release that to you, to go forth, and stop getting caught up in what you can do, can't do, and look at what you can do, and know who your Father is, again, remember, you are royalty so fix your crown sir, fix your crown ma'am and go forth from what he has called you to do remember it's not about you it's not about you you know we were brought with a price it's our sacrifice it's our due diligence you didn't go through what you went through to keep it to yourself to not write that book to not go live not to not share that testimony don't do that you know, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, when you want to, when it comes time where it's time for you to leave this earth, you want to go to the grave empty, knowing that you've uh, fully fulfilled the destiny plans that He's had for you, that you've created a legacy, that you've written that book or books, you've, you've came became that millionaire, billionaire, or whatever it is that you go to that grave empty and knowing that you have fulfilled your plans and purposes. So I just love you all with the love of the Lord. And until next time, I pray that this has blessed you.